Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Scott. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. Did your voice break up or did like, uh, was that your voice or was that the I had a thing in my, you're like, let's just dive in. And I just went straight for the intro. No, no waiting. I mean, it beats the, my mid yawn one the other day. Yeah. All right. This episode is brought to you by our supporters, our patrons, our Patreon patrons. Go to page. Oh, hold on. Sorry. A candy crash gave me a notification. I got distracted. Listen, yeah, I still play Candy Crush. Not only that, you have a you have notifications turned on. Yeah, it reminds me to play. <laughs> All right, I've got a streak going, bruh. You've got so, an addiction going, bruh. That's it. So I, I I'm on level. All right, we, I know we've talked about this, so now we can keep talking. Ah, I need to turn the volume down. I've got. I got an issue there. What level am I on now? I haven't been playing as much, but I still play every day. Um, 2,454. So I play that and I play Zynga Texas Hold'em Poker every day. Those are my two games that I have to log in. And Wordle. I'm obsessed with Wordle. I I kind of burned out on Wordle pretty quick. I'll, I'll do it once in a while. But like, well, I signed like, up for I think we it. Talked about I, this. I, I did it, and then I went through the archive, and I was playing like four or five a day, and then I burned myself oh, yeah, up that's really quickly. It is. Yeah, you can't do it that much. I just do the one a day. Um, yeah. All right. So Patreon.com/slash/TheEffectsLoop. You can go be a, a supporter there. It's great. Makes us happy. Makes you happy. It makes you happy because it makes us happy. If it makes um, you happy. Oh, that's uh Shell Crow? Yeah. I saw her live with John Mayer. Nice. That was like old I school. I would totally that go to like, if it was an outdoor show, I'd totally be down to see a Shell Crow. It was. Yeah. It was, a, it was an amphitheater show. Yeah. I that's that's outdoor music for me. Right. No, it, I mean and this was uh so this would have been 2006 ish something like that i can't remember um when did continuum come out oh nine oh ten no it wasn't oh sorry oh wait no no it'd be like oh five oh six it would be oh six yeah 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 because this this was him supporting continuum um or yeah i guess it's supporting the album yeah um yeah so that was pretty good. So what's new with you, Scott? Um, well, I'm calling in remote this week. So I'm getting to use my uh, my little oh, yeah. Shure uh, mobile mic. That's the S. What is it called? The MV7. Oh, MV7. That's right. I'll, I, I, we're going to act like it's an ad because I got this for free from Shure. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, thank you, Shure, for letting me try this out as a industry professional. <laughs> Oh my gosh! But I that—that's how I got. It. Um, oh, I I I know. Like, you um, made that one work for you. Yeah, but I just threw it in my bag and took it with me on the trip I'm on right now. So I'm actually in Forest City, North Carolina. 
And I'm bored <laughs> and exhausted because travel's been kind of crazy. I flew on a Sunday, flight delayed, had to drive an hour and a half. I'm tired. And I had to be on site at like 7 a.m. this morning. So I'm tired. But. Yeah. Sorry, I was coughing. Mm-hmm. Were you inducing that coughing with something that uh, has a spark or a vaporization chamber? Uh, it does have some water mm. um, for health reasons. Uh-huh. Yeah. Does it help filter the air? Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. You know what? I'm really miss my Keeley pepper grinder, but I really wish <coughs> that Keeley came up with a water tobacco pipe. <coughs> I know he had the vaporizer pedal at one point that nothing really came from, mm. but yeah. <coughs> but yeah, I mean, well, uh, I've really... we're eating dinner while we're doing this because tonight is a wings and wings episode. We're we're supposed to do that on Saturday, and just life fell apart. Well, that's going to be a separate, but this is separate. It's a separate thing, right? I know. Yeah, it's so, a separate thing, but we can promote no, it. No, no. I was just, uh, well, I was just warning people that they don't have to like turn it off. Which yeah, we, we, got, we actually, it, we well, got more listens on the Wings and Wings than we did last week's episode. Actually, I think last we week's really? episode, the title did. The last week's episode's title wasn't probably scared people away. Hmm. Probably wasn't my best choice. Last week's episode probably wasn't the best choice either, but. That's true. You and I were both like, "Can we get this done with?" I'm done. I'm just done with this. Yeah, yeah. We were both kind of uh, crouchy old men. Yeah, it's been a tough week. Um, yeah, I haven't had a night off or anything like. So tonight's my night off for the first time in a long time. Yeah, I only took one day off last week, so I took I took yesterday off. Yeah, but I, I worked Saturday and. Oh, next next weekend I'm actually going out of town. I'm going to Huntsville, Alabama, to the NASA. Um, really excited. Actually, I'm, I am pretty excited about that. So your so, mom, my mom's going to meet us there. Okay. So the girlfriend, she, we are driving to my mom's and, you know, uh, you can call her your roommate now. My room. Yeah. My roommate, um, <laughs> my roommate, she was, we were driving to my mom's down in uh, a small little town in Alabama and we were going through Huntsville. And I went, Oh shit. NASA. Like I, so I'm from, I'm from Florida and Kennedy space center. Yeah. Kennedy space center was not super far away, maybe like four hour drive. So it's actually something that we would do maybe less than four hours, but it was something that we used to do like at school field trips, stuff like that. And I absolutely love space and everything growing up as a kid. I, I wanted to be an astronaut. I got to stay um, at the Mosey in Tampa, the Museum of Science and Industry, and spend the night there. And they did a whole NASA thing and like theme. And we actually got to meet an astronaut. And it, it was just really cool. And it's always something I've been like heavy into. And she saw how excited I got. And she was going to surprise me this weekend. But then she realized that I'll ruin any surprise because that's just who I am as a person. And I will not let you surprise me because it drives me insane <laughs> not, not knowing what's going to happen. Like I tried everything. I was like, well, you know, uh, the ex-wife won't let Jude go if she doesn't know where uh, we're going. So I need to tell her. And she's like, no, I'll tell her. I was like, no, no, you, you two don't need to talk. I'll tell her. So if you tell me, I'll tell her. Like, I was trying, like everything trying. And then finally, uh, she was like, I, I got her to give me hints. And I was just like, we're going to fucking NASA. And she's like, you, why? She's like, why did you have to ruin it? But I'm, I was like, I was, I'm, that's, I'm actually really excited about that. So. 
<laughs> that's what actually says that's... why did you have to ruin it you just be like you say that so much you it's lost all meaning yeah because I, I, I always yeah why you blow it sorry i was watching uh since we're we're talking about the west wing i was watching another movie that had josh in it and i was watching billy madison so he's bradley Bradley I don't Wilson remember in him that in Billy Matt. Oh yeah, he is. He's the he's the he's the main antagonist. Man, it's funny how like you just don't think of people when they're younger. Yeah. Like, well, it, I mean, it, I mean, yeah. it, it was right around the time when the West came out, wasn't it? Like the nineties, late, well, mid nineties. I think we. Or was we Billy about Madison early? Uh, yeah, ninety nine. Yeah, was Billy Madison. When was that? <clears throat> Maybe Probably that was around a similar time frame. The thing is, yeah. like with those '90s movies, I never saw any of them in the theater. I only saw them on video, right? So yeah, I had no 90, idea when they 95. actually came out. '95 oh. is Billy Madison. So I mean, West Wing's after that, but it was really, it was it was fun to watch because you know Bradley Woodford, um, he, his voice is definitely something that like, and the way he talks is is something that I don't imagine him changing in roles. It just kind of like follows him. You know what I mean? It's kind of like the the smugness. Um. Yeah, he does it way too well. Is the problem? Well, but, that's why he was so good in Get Out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's right. It's hard to. That's. Yeah, it's definitely hard to like. That's why. That's why his casting in Get Out has some extra like, thing because of all the faux pas stuff that that character plays. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy to imagine. Like Bradley Whitford, he looks the same, but he looks so different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's okay. All right, we'll save that for the next podcast we're going to record tonight. <laughs> um, so we, we, let's talk about some gear news. Mm-hmm. There's not a whole lot compared to normal, but I think it's a pretty reasonable amount this week. So we can actually be, in, I, and some of this is pretty interesting. Yeah, so Revamps is introducing its first signature series pedal, the vintage sounding Sean Tubbs Tilt Overdrive. So Sean Tubbs is a name that I've seen, but I really don't. He's, he's a YouTuber, played right? Guitar for Carrie Underwood for a number of years. Okay, yeah, yeah, but I, I think like the he big has thing a is, is on YouTube, too. right? So the guitar in the guitar world, the YouTube thing is really what brings him. So that's, that's how he got on my radar. I mean, he did a lot of gear demos, um, right? That were actually quite good gear demos. Like yeah. just hey, play, and like his playing style is really cool. I really liked. He showed a good range, so he's one of the better demo rollers. But despite that, kind of just being a side hustle for him, it's not really like his primary gig. All right, I got ADD moment. Mick Jagger calls Harry Styles comparisons superficial. He doesn't have a voice like mine or move on stage like me. Yeah, he has a better voice than you, jackass. Sorry, I just want to call it Mick Jagger on that. Yeah, but I, I also see where the comparison is made. Oh, for sure. The comparison is definitely they're both British. They have a similar they both look. Skinny. Yeah. They do have a similar look, especially with the um the flamboyant colors. Mm-hmm. I get, I mean flam I get flamboyant's a good word for it. Are the the more um I don't know if flamboyant's a good word for it. Definitely doesn't care what color whenever it comes like he he wears a lot of lighter colors, you know, mm-hmm. more towards the feminine palette. Um and uh he does I mean, he does move on stage quite a bit. It reminds me of Mick Jagger. There's, there's just a lot of like, yeah, I see where the comparisons just in the inspiration comes from. Mick Jagger needs to get over himself. I'm sorry. Mick Jagger is not as good as he thinks he is. Um, The Rolling Stones are overrated. All right. So how much is this pedal? 
it's on the more expensive side, but because uh, it's a dual pedal, so it's at two sixty nine. So I was gonna guess two fifty. Um, all right. So you know how you can look at a pedal and you can see you can just know that the build quality is there. That's definitely something with this pedal. It looks like a very um, well built pedal. So it's got and there's a lot going on here. So yeah, you get you got a boost and a drive. And it's Rev. Rev is not usually cheap on their pedals, are they? Like, their single no. pedals are almost 200 aren't they? Are they at least 200 Yeah, the, the G-Series pedals are the ones I think of when I think of Rev. Um, yeah. And they're all fantastic. And they're all well-built. And silent switching, all the all the important things that people obsess over. So, I would just say, so this is a, quote, amp-like overdrive with four <sighs> knobs. So, I'll let you kind of infer what you want from that. But um, yeah, what what do you get? What what do you what do you? I don't. Sorry, I got, to amp like, I got distracted for half a second. Is it Blues Breaker? Uh, amp like is usually the Dumble drive it, ones that I think of. Dumble. Oh. <clears throat> okay, a Dumble. Dumbbell. Touch sensitive okay. amp, you know so. Yeah, I get sensitive when people touch me too, so I understand that. But yeah, I I will just say, what do you think of the artwork with the motorcycle? Um, so weird thing, I didn't really like notice that. Mm -hmm. I guess I kind of just like saw the like, yeah, I don't know. I guess I, I kind of disappears into the pedal going on. It? it really does. I kind of felt like dumb whenever you said motorcycle i was like how did i not see a motorcycle but i guess yeah it does disappear into the pedal um it it does something like it because we're like like you said it disappears into the pedal like you can see a motorcycle but it also looks like it's very it looks like it's like out of a comic strip or something or like a newspaper ink you see what i'm saying um kind of has that drawing of it I like it. I don't know. It just some of it just kind of looks like lines on the pedal, you know. Mm -hmm. Just well, speaking of lines, just lines on the pedal. Let's talk about the artwork of the Badwater from Walrus Audio. Oh, look at that transition. Yeah, sir. I commend you. I commend. That was that was good. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, um, I do like this uh, topographical. Is this t a topographical map? It's kind thing? of like uh, it's technically like a three D no. topical. Oh. No, because Technically, that What's would be a uh, horizontal lines, right? For uh... is it? Yeah. Oop! Ian just picked up a package from my doorstep. Thank you, buddy. That's the Nintendo Switch that's supposed to be here with me <laughs> for this trip. Yeah. Okay. So, but it, so topographical map. This yep. does kind of look like a topographical map, but from a. Um, horizontal. It, it looks to me view. like old video games. Yeah, it looks like that. Or um, so you've seen uh, what's the video where like there's a there's sand and it's projecting down, and it changes the color and like it changes the whole layout based of the height of the sand. Have you do you know what I'm talking about? Like you'd see it at a museum or something. I'm not. That, that's not coming to me right now. Sorry. Okay. All right. All right. So the video I'm imagining in my head. Mm -hmm. Um. So it's an aerial view, so mm -hmm. bird's eye, kind of looking straight down. 
um well no it's not it's like at an angle but like so like it's a, there's a projector shooting down on sand mm-hmm. and if you build the sand up it turns it into a mountain like it looks like a mountain if you burrow through the sand if it's low enough it, it'll put water there you see what i'm saying oh so it just kind of like projects colors on whatever height you're doing yeah yeah pretty much well, that's fun so like yeah so so that's what i was thinking of, actually but yeah, yeah sorry that would be probably topographical by your strictest definition what i'm thinking about is um like contour lines for like height which right. is probably the wrong word but often that's topic called topographical in some of the drawings i look at so that's why i thought about it uh, yeah i'm thinking of like the topographical in the sense of like a like a military map or something like that mm-hmm. yeah okay i just i'm okay, just happy that i i'll just i'm just happy that i sent that i used the correct word um you do that sometimes sometimes i don't dude you always so, have like i, I seriously I, i'm pretty sure <laughs> We'll figure this out. Diaz actually does prep for these episodes and pretends like he doesn't. Where he, <laughs> you go and look up a word of the day to try to drop on me. I wish that was true. That would be great. Uh, like, you're I, just like it. Just happens during the week, and you're just like sassafras. I'm going to drop that one on Scott later. Sassafras. Yep. Uh, yeah. I'm like sarsaparilla. Like, no. <laughs> Has nothing that has a sarsaparilla color to it. Oh, oh, okay. Something, something new. Actually, hold on, really quick. I forgot. I do have something new. Um, I dropped my telly body off to a friend of the show, Andrew, mm-hmm. well, a friend of me, um, and he's going to uh, repaint it. So it was a butterscotch blonde, and we're gonna go with lilac. Hmm, that'll be nice. Yeah, so I'm gonna do kind of a lilac finish on it. Uh, I'm gonna slowly work on putting that guitar back together because I love that telly. I love the neck on it, um, and my and Andrew's gonna help me because he's a good guy. But anywho, all right, back to this Walrus Audio. So it's all in one bass preamp and DI pedal mm-hmm. with the drive. That's mode. awesome. It's your sand yeah, is... I mean, really, with a little with a lot of control. Mm-hmm. So you got to drive with sustain. Turn that drive all the way down, and the sustain up. You've pretty much got some compression added. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, oh, and you got different voices on this. You got a. Bl- oh, it's got a blend on it too. That's mm-hmm. fantastic. Clean blend and on then, a bass is a big deal. Yeah, real big deal. Um, then you've got LMF HMF. Yep. So. Yeah, I think this is going to kill. I mean, it it is a. So what does the M stand for? Because I'm guessing the L and the L something frequency, low frequency, high frequency. Do you know what the M stands for? Oh, sorry. Um, it would be low middle frequency, high middle frequency. Uh, okay, so low mid, high mid. Okay. Yeah, so it's a four bin. It's a four. Oh yeah. Oh no, five band. Oh no, sorry. It's so you have low mid. You have low mid contour. It's a parametric EQ. You can move the frequency oh, okay. center as well as um, oh. the, the intensity of it. So the low mid and the high mid, both you can change what frequency center they operate at. I like my frequencies like I like my camping. Intense. <clears throat> that's the that's the shit I actually rehearse. <laughs> the bad jokes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I really don't. That they just come naturally. I mean, I follow dad jokes on uh, <laughs> you send me dad jokes every once in a while. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I love I right, listen, I love dad jokes. I, I mean, I mean, we're getting older, fantastic. that's part of the deal. Uh, yeah, oh, did I send well, you the I've googly been... eyes thing yet? 
No. Hang on. <laughs> all right. So do we all have to wait or do I no, need to keep talking? Okay. All right. So how much is this retailing for? 300 something. Yeah. So it is price here, but I mean, also remember, you know, you're, this guy's, this is going up against like the dark glass, um, lines of stuff. It's going, yeah. um, the Sans Amp is pretty old, so it's, there's a lot of cheap ones out there now. Yeah, $300. This is but phenomenal. This seems really, really, really interesting. And also, it's kind of cool because, like, they just did the Canvas line a couple weeks ago. And so it, they're really diving into DIs and kind of flushing out those other areas of the market. That just yeah, haven't I really mean, been flushed out. So good on you, Wallers, for finding so, I mean, new got, things to do. XLR out, mm -hmm. built-in ground lift. Like, you got all this amazing stuff going on. And if I was a bass player... You can show up with just this very easily. Oh, hands down. This is... Honestly, I, I don't think you need anything else besides a good tuner. I mean, I'm sure you, you want some more fun stuff. If you wanted to. Yeah. All right, let's. Sorry, we're gonna stop staring at this. Become. I want to become a bass player. All right, so here's this. Next, have you researched this next item? Yes. All right, have at it, bud. I have not. So Maris has brought the super, super, super delay pedal out. So it's a stereo modular delay pedal called the LVX, featuring 99 preset locations and 33 banks to provide an array of creative possibilities. This is potentially the timeline killer you think yeah and it better be because have you looked at the price tag yet yeah six hundred dollars right yeah yeah so this is a beginning a process that you're going to see more and more and more of too is this is an arm processor base so think cell phone yeah um other arm pedals that are out there would be the Helix is an ARM, if I'm correct, if I recall correctly. The Quad Cortex is ARM based. Um, so you're going to start seeing these chips more and more in our, I think, in our pedals. So are these the ones that have like give you a better user interface, like something you actually dive into and like? Um, the chips can allow that. I mean, remember, you you run Android and you run Mac OS yeah. X or Mac actually OS X runs on a ARM now too. So um, yeah. It's a full system on a chip, which also means potentially these are all just digital plugins that can also be sold elsewhere at, at another time. And it also would be something where they could easily just flash on new algorithms and put out a new pedal. Yep. So next could be reverbs or like, but this this does a, like a lot of stuff, doesn't yeah. it? This isn't just delay, isn't it? No, it's, it's delay with other stuff. So there's pitch shifting, right. there's modulation, there's all those things, but it's based around the idea of delay yeah it's got a looper in it it's got oh there's full midi stereo i out io you've got i oh, can't i just i can't even start with this it seems like a lot um some cool things they have a uh, a poly pitch mode they also have a cassette mode instead of a traditional tape um it has a bunch of 
plugins and sounds from the Polymoon, Enzo, and Hedra. Um, it's proper yeah. full-size MIDI, which is something new, actually, to Maris Pedals. I don't know if you remember. Maris has kind of a weird way of doing I.O. No. How do they do it? Oh, they do. They do a quarter-inch one, but it's a different standard than the other guys. Oh. So this just uses the normal, what, how many pin MIDI? Pin MIDI. Five yeah. pin. Okay. So this is, I mean, again, this to me is explicitly, they're going after the timeline. Because the timelines at this point is kind of getting old. Oh, yeah, for sure. People, um, want and like, people want the timeline, but updated. Yeah. And the Maris people does some good stuff, but it's not the timeline replacer, you know? And, and Maris people, uh, they come from Strymon, don't they? Or some uh, of them? Yeah, they're, yeah. Yeah, it's former Strymon folks. So, yeah. Go for it. All right. This is, I don't know. That was a pretty big announcement, it felt like. I don't feel no, it's like it's huge. Got... There's like hour and a half reviews of this thing. Yeah. It's so deep. And like, Ian texted me for like three straight days yeah. talking about it. Oh, gosh. Mm -hmm. Oh, gosh. Mm hmm. Is it going to change his life? Mm. I don't know. Is he going to get know. one? He, but he's a big delay pedal guy. Like, he loves yeah. his Galante. So, we'll see. I just... Uh, 600 bucks is a big... It's a big leaping off point for um, people. But at the same time, I can see people... I can see people who are already in a timeline have already invested a ton... Yeah. It's not as crazy of a leap, but for someone going from like a a DD3 to this, it's just going to be ridiculous. So, but man, 2022 yeah. is starting to turn into year of the delay pedal, isn't it? It sure seems like it. I, but you know, it's not a delay. Crazy tube circuits, superconductor. <laughs> so it's got four analog boost circuits and one compact pedal. The Fab Four. I think this I is love a great picture. idea. Yeah. Um, I, I know it's a reoccurring theme where I like to crap on boost pedals being too expensive. Mm -hmm. So when you start to say, okay, well, we're going to throw four of them together and then sell them to you for 200 bucks. Now I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm on board well, that's, now. That's, that's $50 a piece. Yeah. <laughs> think Good. of the value. <laughs> well, whenever you put it like that, gosh darn. How can I? Extended How can I warranty. not How buy can one? I lose? Um, yeah, yeah. I think this is this is the one. I hate to say it. Like, I mean, I, I here's the thing though. Boost pedals, especially especially transistor like germanium pedal style yeah. ones, you really like. They're touch sensitive. They matter. Like, you got to try a bunch till you find the one. But for the boost curious, this could be the thing. This could be the thing. Is you have two different EQ modes. You got a voltage doubler, so you can get that high headroom mode. This thing looks awesome. John has nothing to add. John. Jonathan. What? You've been gone. 
Yeah, I ran and got a drink really quick. Sorry. <laughs> I, I I turned my monitors up so I could hear you a little bit. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I'll, I'll wait for him to stop talking. I'll rush back really fast. But I agree with everything you said. All right. See if you agree <laughs> with my, my view on this next guy. EDH has released a gold edition of the Wolfgang WG Standard Series. I've actually, I actually like this. Really? Because haven't we been crapping on all EVH like stuff as cash-ins lately? Um, yeah. I, I it was it was more whenever they started doing stuff like not just different colors, but like oh, different body shape style stuff. Mm. That was the stuff that like I kind of got annoyed by. I like I, this. Uh, I think I don't like I, it. I, think, I love it. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. <laughs> well, it. I mean, there's nothing else new about it other than it's just gold. I like gold. I was wondering if you're going to do that or not. Paint is you gold. Sorry. There's two things I can't stand in this world. People who don't have tolerance for others. And the Dutch. The Dutch. Are people who are intolerant of other people's cultures? Yeah. And the Dutch. <laughs> and to believe, like, the, that man played that role and then went and played Alfred. <laughs> well, not, like, right after each other, but pretty darn close. All right. Pretty darn close. So. Ernie Ball Music Man. Oh. Okay. Oh. No, no. Don't oh. let me stop you. I'll just eat. Ernie Ball Music Man releases a Jason Richardson signature artist series, Cutlass. Um. <clears throat> Is he? Didn't we talk about this? Didn't I ask who he was last time? No, that was a different guy you were asking who he was last time. Oh, yeah. Who's this one? <laughs> um, I was hoping you'd Google that while we we're talking. No. Google it while you're eating, dude. I mean, um, so here, I, I don't, I hate the idea of like, I feel like with Music Man, like doing a signature cutlass, like, that's. Isn't the um, Dustin Kensrue a cutlass? Or is this Stingray? I can't remember. It's just a different color. They offer a seven-string version of it. Guitarist of Born of Osiris. Oh, yeah. I bet. Oh, my gosh. Um, and, Jason he works probably... at, and he's an official member of All That Remains as well. Oh, okay. I was waiting for you to be like, and he works at Guitar Center on Saturdays and Mondays. <laughs> Sorry, I just love Not the to be idea of music. Jason Richardson, uh, who played 14 seasons in the NBA <laughs> for the Golden State Warriors as a fifth overall pick in the 2001 NBA draft. Oh wow! He Way won go, the NBA Jason Dutch Richardson. contest in 2002 and 2003. And he has time to work at Guitar Center on Saturdays and Mondays. <laughs> That's phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you Jason Fuzzbonger is just about like yelling right now. He probably knows who it's, this is. It's this amazing thing of like, I just don't know metal. I'm just not no, in the I'm world. Not. I don't even know where to start. And there's so many people that have had 20, 30 year careers that are just massive. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know who that is, bro. Yeah. And then we're over here talking about Dave Mustaine acoustics. And we're like, meh. <sighs> we're met on all of it. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could, I'm down with some metal, but like, wait, hold on. You know what I can oh, get this down is with? on there twice. Down, the sickness? Nope. Lighter tube amps. All right. Yes. Okay. 100%. Uh, 
I'm very excited about this. So Black Star is launching the St. James series of lightweight lightweight tube amplifiers. Uh, first of all, they look fantastic because they look like they stole their design from Morgan Amps. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, the f- use of Fawn on their products is amazing, uh, which is one of my favorite like Tolex styles. And they're oh. affordable. I didn't even check the prices. I but like just by looks alone, I want it. XLR outs, stereo lineouts, USB, all built in. This is what I need in my life. There's a load box in it. There's, yeah. I'm, I about dropped a load when I saw this. Yeah, but you apparently do that like six times a day. We found just found out. <laughs> That's very true. So the amplifier head is like a grand. Hold on. Uh, I think these will sell well if people are willing to try. About twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, twelve hundred dollars, thirteen hundred for the combo, the whole set, um, or the the whole uh, fifty watt head and the speaker cabinet is right under t- uh, two grand. Yeah, I think this. Is, I think there'll be an interesting spot in the market for this. Between the, um, I'm buying my first tube amp with like a hot rod deluxe. Maybe you jump into something like this. Um, oh yeah, but it's still cheaper than like the rev stuff. That has all the Sans amps or the, the torpedo you know stuff in it. I went to Guitar Center Saturday. Um, I got to mess around with some fun guitars, and uh, I was in the U section. I love the U section, and uh, I was playing this uh, Cabernet Telly, and I was playing through a Black Star, just a solid state. That thing sounded sweet. It was like a two hundred dollar amp used. You know, it's Black a brand Star. I just I've slept on. Yes, I, honestly, I feel like if people would realize that Black Star can do a little bit of everything, more people would be gravitating towards them. Well, I think we've kind of said for a while, like a common critique we said before was Black Star doesn't have a solid identity. Right. Like Fender has an identity. Marshall mm-hmm. has an identity. You know. And for some reason, the Boss Katana was able to kind of sneak in there and beat capture our hearts. But, yeah. Yeah. For whatever reason, Black Star doesn't. Yeah, that's very true. Well, I hope this helps them out. Um, something that's uh, interesting. <laughs> this helps them out. Yeah. Diaz, you well, saved the brand, man. I just did the... Sylvester Stallone fist in the air. Uh, no, I meant like this line, the St. James line helps them out, not us talking about them eating hot wings. Like people are like, oh, the fat guy's got a good idea about this. Man, I heard about you guys on Wings and Wings. Yeah, that's. Oh my gosh! How how funny would it be if we get guitar people to sponsor Wings and Wings, but they won't affect sponsor the the effects loop? I mean. Hell, I'd sponsor Wings and Wings before I sponsored the effects loop. So, uh, I actually tried for Wings and Wings. I'm trying to learn the uh, theme song, which actually ties into this podcast because it's a guitar. So, hey, there you go. There we go. All right. Um, so, uh, the topic for this week uh, Korg USA acquires a controlling stake in bass guitar, bass gear specialist, Dark Glass Electronics. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think it's a great move. Yeah. Dark, Korg uh, USA. Off, Dark Glass has been killing it for like the last decade. 
Yes. And their affiliations Dark, you, with a few other brands. So you have like Neural DSPs kind of under that corporate headship as well. So yeah. I'm curious how this all changes with Korg having a controlling interest, which means they just own 51% of the company. They don't outright own the entire company. Right. So I don't know what that means with the, the previous ownership and the all that, but... They means they're buying a lot a more while. bass guitars. Huh? Yeah. Means that the owner is buying a lot more bass guitars. Um. Yeah. The, so wasn't it Dark Class that did a collaboration with Ernie Ball? Yes. I'm pretty sure the preamp got put in a few of their bases. Yeah, and the Stingrays. Yeah, I'm curious what this all lines up to be. Because I, I remember a few months ago, um, Korg made another play in the bass market. For another brand and we were like do they they don't really have anything in that area so um yeah again this is part of the whole the big brands are slowly aligning and completing their you know they're all in one sort of uh one-stop shop stuff so yeah. same thing with like gibson still is acquiring stuff to have a more complete lineup you're seeing fender go into accessories and all those kind of things so this is continues with korg doing this and because there's the court acquisition the other week as well. Yep. So everybody's buying everybody. Mergers. Maybe we maybe we can get sixty cycle home to buy us. Ryan, I'll start the bidding at ten. I will give you ten dollars to, to take this podcast from us, please. <laughs> oh my gosh, Steve, twelve. <laughs> Super rich, Steve. All right. Um. Well, this has been a fun episode. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, you can go to theeffectslip.com. It's got links to all of our stuff, our Facebook group, Instagram, merchandise, merchandising, 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 uh, YouTube, and also has a link to our Patreon, which is patreon.com. In case you don't want to jump around, you can go straight there and give us money as fast as possible. If not, Sarah McLaughlin will show up to your work tomorrow and play that song over and over and over. All right, bye, guys. Bye.